You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Meron ho tayong bagong series and this is our series concerning the Word of God. Maganda ho ito, sisimula natin yung ating taon, okay, na ang pag-aaralan natin is about the Word of God. Kaya, Word View. Okay, parang kapareho ng world view. Okay, so kinuha natin sa yung, yung word na from this, actually the word of God, yung pananaw sa salita ng Panginoon. Allow me first to have an intro concerning our series. Bakit ba word view? Sa loob po ng walong linggo, pag-aaralan natin is about the word of God at iba't ibang aspeto about the word of God. Because this is important. If you love God, you will love His word. Do you agree? Hindi pwedeng mahal natin si Lord, pero ayaw natin yung kanyang salita. So, we need to love the Word of God because that is the very love letter of God to humanity, especially to all of us who are children of God. Okay, Word View. Ang mga tao po ay hinuhubog at nagkakaroon nila silang pananaw na nanggagaling sa iba't ibang sources. Kadalasan, ang tao ay inuhubog ang kanyang pananaw sa pamamagitan ng karanasan. Yung kanyang maganda at pangit na karanasan ay umuhubog sa kanyang pagkatao, hindi lamang sa kanyang pagkatao, umuhubog ng kanyang pananaw. Okay? So, siya ay nagkakaroon ng opinion, siya ay nagkakaroon ng panaw, pananaw na iniisip niyang katotohanan batay sa kanyang karanasan. O kaya batay sa influensya ng mga taong kinikilala niya. Pag nakita niya may sinabi yung tao, yung kilala, Minsang pagka-inabsorb niya yun, yun na rin ang kanyang adapted world view. Yun na rin niya, denon na rin niya tinitignan yung iniisip niyang katotohanan patungkol sa mundong ito. So hindi lamang yung karanasan, hindi lamang yung narinig sa mga influensya ng tao, ang kultura natin. Kanong kalakaran ng kultura? I remember when I was watching television about two days ago, nagkaroon ng survey, one out of ten daw ng mga married men naniniwala na okay lang na makipagtalik outside marriage. Okay? Yun ang pananaw nila na iniisip nilang katotohanan dahil ito ang nakikita nilang nagiging kalakaran ng kultura. Okay? Ito nakikita nilang kultura ng bansa natin. So ang isang tao, tinitignan niyang isang bagay at iniisip niya yung kanyang nakikita ay tama depende kung saan siya nakatayo. Adyan po ba kayo? Kapag ka ang tinatayuan niya ay batay sa kanyang karanasan, ganito siya mag-isip. Kung tinatayo niya, dahil sabi kasi ng aking paboritong aktor, sabi ng paborito kong speaker, eh ganito, so ganun na rin niya tinitignan ng katotohanan. Halimbawa, yung pananaw na ang layunin ng buhay na ito ay ang tayo ay yumaman o maging matagumpay sa buhay. Akala ng iba, that is the gospel truth. O akala ng iba, yun na yung tamang dapat maging prinsipyo at paninindigan. Okay? Ang tanong doon is, yun ba talaga yung sinasabi ng salita ng Panginoon? Now, so napakahalaga mga kapatid na makaroon tayo ng tamang pananaw sa salita ng Panginoon. Why? Because wrong word view equates to wrong world view. Pag hindi mo alam ang salita ng Diyos o kaya mali ang pananaw mo sa sinasabi ng salita ng Panginoon, magiging mali rin ang pananaw mo sa paligid mo. Do you agree? Kaya importante na sa taong ito, makita natin yung kahalagahan ng tamang pananaw sa salita ng Diyos. Hindi lamang sa salita ng Diyos, yung tamang pananaw sa salita ng Panginoon. Now, when we say wrong world view equates to wrong world view, ano ba ibig sabihin ng world view? 
A worldview is a theory of the world used for living in the world. A worldview is a mental model of reality, a framework of ideas and attitude about the world, ourselves in life, a comprehensive system of belief. Bawat isa sa atin may kanya-kanya tayong worldview kasi may iba't iba tayong pinanggagalingan. Tama ho ba? Halimbawa, yung salita lang na sex, okay? Kung tama ang pananaw mo sa Biblia, you will appreciate that God created somehow sex para magkaroon tayo ng multiplication. You look at it in the biblical perspective of what sex is all about. Pero sa isang taong ginahasa, pangit na ang kanyang pananaw patungkol sa sex. Naku, yung ibig kong sabihin? So, nagiging pananaw niya yung kanyang pananaw dahil may pinanggagalingan siya. Ito yung tinatawag na worldview. Now, a person's worldview is the way they see and understand the world. Especially regarding issues such as politics, philosophy, and religion. Kakita nyo pagka-eleksyon, di ba? Iba-iba tayo ng binoboto. Dahil kasi may iba't iba kayong pinanggagalingan sa inyong mga pananaw. So napaka-importante na sinabi natin, Jesus is the author of life. So we need to see life not the way the world sees it, but we need to see life the way God is looking at it. And how do we know God's worldview? If we know the Word of God. Because the Word of God is a revelation of who God is. Amen. That is the standard for all of our values and belief. And we need to have the proper understanding of the Word, not just merely reading the Word, but to have the proper understanding of the world. Our worldview shall directly be affected by our right understanding of the Word. So, mali ang understanding mo of the Word of God, mali rin ang magiging pananaw mo sa mga bagay-bagay patungkol sa buhay. Ang halimbawang sabihin, ang kaligtasan ay makukuha lamang sa magagandang gawa. Ang gandang pakinggan, pero ang tanong mo, yun ba talaga yung sinasabi ng Biblia? Kapag mali ang pananaw natin sa Biblia, sa sinasabi ng salita ng Diyos, magiging mali rin ang pananaw natin sa buhay. So, sa first week natin, okay, ito yung first week natin, dahil walong week yan eh, ang pag-aaral is about devotion. We need to be devoted to the Word of God. We say Jesus is the author of life, yes, and therefore, if He is the author of life, He must say something to us and we must listen to Him. And through our personal devotion, the primary way by which God speaks to us is through His Word. Naniniwala kayo doon? Na kapag binabasa niyo ang salita ng Diyos, hindi lang kayo nagbabasa ng parang dyaryo o magazine. Ang tamang pananaw is nangungusap sa'yo si Lord. Your Bible reading becomes a living relationship with God. It's not just merely doing something for your entertainment or for informational purposes, but for the revelation of who Christ is. So ito po ang pag-aaralan natin sa araw na ito. Yung devotion, ito po yung pinaka-basic but very foundational sa bawat isa sa atin. Mahirap maintindihan ang marami pang malalim sa salita ng Diyos kapag hindi tayo nagkakaroon ng devotion sa salita ng Diyos. Tumayo po tayong sandali sa oras na ito at babasahin po natin sa Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water 
that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Let's bother ahead. Lord, we would like you to speak to us today by the power of your Holy Spirit. Enable us to understand your words so clearly. And at the end of this message, Lord, cause us to have total devotion to your word. We love your word, God. We love you, God. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for divine illumination. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Devotion. It is a noun. It means love, loyalty, or enthusiasm for a person or activity. And we are talking about devotion to the Word of God. In the, devotion is defined in the Webster's 1828 Dictionary as first the state of being dedicated, dedicated, consecrated, or solemnly set apart for a particular purpose. Now, if we apply that to being devoted to the Word of God, ibig sabihin, dedicated tayo sa salita ng Panginoon. Amen. Dedicated tayo, sabihin, consecrated, set apart, o ibig sabihin, exclusive. Exclusive tayong mabubuhay sa salita ng Panginoon. Not outside the Word, but according to the Word of God. And, Sabi, solemnly set apart for a particular purpose. We align everything to the Word of God. And number two, it's a solemn attention to God in worship. A yielding of heart and affections to God with reverence, faith, and piety. Relating that to the Word of God, you will love the Word of God even more. Because it is God's love letter to us. It states how much God has loved us and how Jesus Christ demonstrated His love on the cross. It's the Word of God that reveals who Christ is. And number three is ardent love or affection, attachment manifested by constant attention. Say constant attention. Do you think the Word of God is worthy of constant attention? Alam nyo, uh, alam nyo, nasa modern technology na tayo, hindi ba? At nag-iiba-iba yung expression ng Bible natin. Kaya alam, una, alam natin, yung original translation yan, Greek, Hebrew, tapos tinatranslate sa iba't ibang lingwahe, nag-emerge. Ngayon, ibang klaseng lingwahe na dahil nakalagay na sa mga laptop at nakalagay na sa mga cellphone. <laughs> okay, nag-emerge, okay? So, yung iba sa inyo, maaaring may Bible kayo in your cellphone. Okay? Yung iba naman, kunwari, nasa, yung Bible niya nasa cellphone pero nag-EFB pala. Joke lang, okay? Medyo may katotohanan din minsan. Okay. The most important thing, mga kapatid, is hindi nawawala yung pagmamahal natin sa salita ng Diyos. But although personally, I have Bible in my cellphone, I have my Bible in my laptop, I have my Bible na libro talaga. Meron ako sa kwarto ko, meron ako dito sa opisina, at iba't ibang translation. Why? Because that is my expression of valuing the Word of God in my life. Amen. We would like to diligently study the Word of God. Bakit iba't ibang translation? Pwede namang isa lang. Because I would like to get the gist of what God is really revealing to me personally. I grow as a person. I grow as a believer of Christ. Even as I read different translation of the Bible. Okay? Now, hindi ko po kayo sinasabihan lahat ng translation meron kayo. Kahit isa lang okay na. Ang mahalaga doon, binabasa. Yung iba sa sobrang ganda ng Biblia, ayaw buklatin kasi baka mapunit. Okay, buklatin po ninyo, basahin ninyo because the power of the Word is not on the book, it's on the very words that's in there that brings faith into our hearts. Now, we are going to dwell into this topic 
what is a picture of a person who is devoted to the Word of God? Number one, driven to live by the Word. Sabi ng binasa natin kanina, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers or mockers. Yung salitang walk, stand and sit, okay, you are sitting right now. Tama ba? I'm standing. Now I am walking. These are all basic movement in our body. Kung hindi ka nakaupo, nakatayo ka. Okay? Pag tumayo ka, ikaw ay usually lalakad. These are all basic movement. In everything that we do, the Word of God must be involved. In every decision that we make, the Word of God must be involved. Because that is really the way to live. That's why He is the author of life. We have our tendency to make decisions on the basis of our own instinct. We tend to make decisions on the basis of our own knowledge even without consulting the Bible. Sometimes, because nga, may sarili kang worldview, ang sinusunod mo every time you make decision, and let me tell you, life is composed of making decisions sa lahat ng sandali. Ikaw ay gumagawa ng desisyon. Yung desisyon mo pagpunta rito, o hindi mo pagpunta rito, desisyon niya na iyong ginawa. Okay? Since God is the author of life, the way God can guide us in making decisions in life is according to the Word of God. Pag mali ang pananaw mo sa salita ng Panginoon, magiging mali rin ang iyong desisyon. That's why there are moments that even as you meditate on the Word or even as you read the Word of God, you have to consult people who are more mature than you on the Word of God so that you can have the proper application of the Word and there is nothing wrong about it. God has taught us to study the Word of God by ourselves. But there's nothing wrong if you fellowship with other believers and ask them about what God is telling on the particular passage of the Bible. Tama ba? Ito tinatawag na proper handling of the truth. Binabalansi mo, tinitignan mo. Dahil mayroon tinatawag na manifold wisdom of God. Sa iba't ibang angulo ito tinitignan. Okay? And you see the Word of God relevant in our situation today. Yung sitwasyon ng isang tao, maring iba sa situation sa'yo. Akala mo lang minsan pareho, and sometimes you apply the same solution, the way it looks, it's like just the same. Pero magkaiba pala, kaya yung application ng Word of God ay magkaiba rin. Okay? But same thing that guides us is the Word of God. We need to walk according to the, to the Word of God. When I say walk, that's also equivalent to the word living. Tayo yung naglalakad sa mundong ito, nabubuhay sa mundong ito, we make the Word of God as our guide. Amen. Bakit may mga taong bawal daw maglinis ng bahay sa gabi? Ha? Inilalabas daw ang swerte. Saan ang galing yun? Sa mga pamahiing pinagpasa-pasa. Wala ho sa Biblia. Nandiyan po ba kayo? Pagkat pag may nagde-dedicate ng business, anong ginagawa? Nagpapaagaw ng coins. Bakit? Swerte. Di ba? So, ito na naman po tayo. Pumasok na naman sa bagong taon. Marami ka na namang makikita sa television ng mga manguhula. Yung mga manguhula, 
tinitignan daw sa ikot ng bituin sa langit. O kaya doon sa bolang kristal. O kaya magpapaniwala sa bolang kristal. We walk on the basis of the guidance of the Word of God. Every step we make is valuable. While it is true that all of us can commit mistake, can make a wrong step in this life, but ang problema, once the mistake that we have committed is very fatal. Okay? Nag-asawa ka ng mali. Nakupo habang buhay na pagkakamali yan. You will, how, you, how do you, eh, pastor, tapos na eh. <laughs> well, trust the grace of God. Ano ba ang ina-apply mo na naman is the word of God. How you will be able to survive that wrong decision. Okay? Nagkakaintindihan po ba tayo? Fatal mistake, talagang matindi po yan. You need the grace of God even more or you need the mercy of God. That's why sa ating paglalakad sa mundong ito, we need the word of the Lord. Or nor stand in the way of sinners. What is your stand concerning a particular issue? Narinig na natin, isa sa mga pag-uusapan sa kongreso, yung homosexual marriages. Dahil minsan nakita natin, ang nagsalita nito ay isang sikat na tao, saan nang umaagri, mukhang tama nga. Mukhang tama. That's the way we look at it now. So, pero nung noon, hindi yun ang iyong pananaw. Pero babalik ka rin sa salita ng Diyos, ano ba ang tamang stand concerning this issue? What the Word of God is saying. Nor sits in the seat of scoffers or mockers. Huwag ka uupo sa upuan ng mga scoffers or mockers. Yung mga mapanuya. Yung usually nakaupong ganyan, kayo yung nag-observe. Diba? Inoobserbahan nyo misan, you judge things on the basis of your own perspective. On the basis of own your own worldview. Paano nyo tinitignan ng tao? Oh, if I see, a, for example, you see a person, alam ko, walang pag-asa yan, walang hope yan. Pwede ko siyang tingnan na, hindi, may potential yung tao na yan. Okay? Magkaiba tayo ng lens na ginagamit. Okay? If I see me, if I look at him in the lens of a leadership lens, this person has a potential. Kulang man siya sa ganito, but you just have to bring out the best in this person and he will be like this later on. Sa inyo na nakikitro, gumagamit ng, ng lens ang ordinaryong tao, ay wala, hindi magagamit ni Lord yan. Chismosa yan eh. Hindi, pwedeng evangelist yan. <laughs> Echichismis niyan si Jesus. Ano ko niyang ibig ko sabihin? Tinitignan ko kasi siya on the basis of God's word that every person created by God is valuable and he is important to God and that person can be used by God. Ang tingin man ng iba sa kanya, chismoso, chismosa siya. Ang tingin ko sa kanya, potential evangelist siya. Andiyan po kayo? Yung iba, tinitingnan ako, manguhula yan. Wala, hindi, hindi asset sa church yan. Mahirapat na kulto yan. O ako, pagka naborn na ganyan, potential prophet yan. Ako yung ibig sabihin, the redemptive purpose of God, tinitingnan mo ngayon, because you know the word of God. Kaya walang tao ang walang pag-asa. Amen? Walang tao ang walang pag-asa. Lahat ng tao may pag-asa if you know what the Word of God is saying. And we need to put the Word of God as a lens for us to have the proper worldview. Amen. Ayun lang tinitignan mo sa buhay. May kanin ka. Wala kang ulam. Kawawa ka naman. Hindi, mapalad ako. Wala akong ulam pero may kanin naman ako. Magkaibang pinanggagalingan, ano ang ginagamit natin para tingnan natin ang mga bagay-bagay? Do we see the Word 
of God. When you see a problem, do you see misery or do you see opportunity? Pag natanggal kayo sa trabaho, how do you look at it? Kawawa ka naman? Oh God, there's a better opportunity for you. Nandiyan po ba kayo? Nag-aaway kayong mag-asawa. Hiwalay kung hiwalay. Anong pananaw mo eh? Hiwalay kung hiwalay. But God somehow allowed it to expose something in your heart that need to be corrected so that you can be a better husband and wife. We need the Word of God to be planted in our hearts. So napakalaga mga kapatid na tayo po ay nabubuhay sa salita ng Panginoon and we are being driven always to live the Word of God. Sabi ng Psalm 119 verse 1 to 3, Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep His testimonies, who seek Him with their whole heart, who also do no wrong but walk in His ways. According to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 14, Do not enter the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of the evil. Alam nyo kaya ho napaka-importante na yung mga mambabatas natin, kongresista, senator natin, pinagpipray natin kay Lord na makapasok ang salita ng Diyos sa kanilang buhay. Dahil kung nasa sa kanila ang salita ng Diyos, papayagan nila o hindi nila papayagan ang mga bagay-bagay na maging batas kung alam nilang ito ay laban sa salita ng Panginoon. Tama ba? Kaya nga sinasabi, mas maganda kung mga Kristiyano talaga ay mailagay sa posisyon, yung tunay ha, na may pagmamahal sa salita ng Panginoon, dahil hindi nila papayagan yung isang batas na alam nilang sa demonyo. O papayagan nila yung isang batas na alam nilang makakabuti para sa lahat dahil ito ay para sa Diyos. So you see, we, the person makes decision on the basis of his worldview. And if his worldview is aligned to the Word of God, that's good, that's wonderful. Kaya sinabi, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. Kapag ang isang tao na matuwid ay namumuno, mapalat ang mga tao. Bakit? Because the Word of God is being implemented. There's righteousness in the land. Therefore, it's a conducive atmosphere for God to bless the nation. Huwag mo tayo magpakalayo muna sa ating sariling sasabayan natin. Sa sarili na natin mismo. Sa ating sariling pamilya. Alam nyo, lagi kong naiisip, Minsan pag nag-uusap kami mag-asawa, alam mo, minsan maraming tao sa panahong ito dahil katatapos na ng Christmas season, New Year season, puro nakangiti. Mga tao, masasaya. Yung mga empleyado, nakangiti. May bonus. Kabonus kayo, di ba? Parang malungkot pa rin kayo. Ah, pastor, ubus na eh. <laughs> okay. Pero kung tatanungin mo sila, may mga binubu- binubuhat silang mabigat. May mabigat silang binubuhat sa kanilang mga sarili. All of them probably would feel they are hopeless, discouraged, desperate. But if only they are devoted to the Word of God, the Word of God will uphold them. We need to have a living relationship with the Word. Love the Word of God and the Word of God would love you. Pag niyakap mong salita ng Diyos, iyayakapin ka rin ng salita ng Diyos because God will prove that His Word is true. Nakapagka sumunod ka sa salita ng Panginoon, ito ay magbubunga ng maganda because it's according to the Word of God. Pag gumawa ka ng kasamaan which is against the Word of the Lord, anong isipin mo? Magbubunga ito. Ng, may consequences lahat ito. Yes, the Lord is good, 
But there's a consequence to every sin that you commit. Yes, the Lord is good in such a way that God is forgiving. But you, you can choose your own sin, but you cannot choose the consequences of it. So our confidence is still to live according to the Word of God. We need to be always driven by the Word of God. Because on the first place, we are believers of Christ. We put trust on the Word of God, not on any other word. Amen. Kahit anong sabihin ng manguhula, kahit anong sabihin ng economic forecaster, Nako, magmamahal lang lahat ng bilihin, marami maghihirap. Nako, dumaan naman ng bagyo, magkakasunod. Hindi pa nakakabangon, dumaan na naman ng isang panibagong bagyo. Nako, babagsak ang ekonomiya ng Pilipinas. Marami yung doomsayers eh. Okay? But what is your confidence? Ako sinasabi ko, dahil lalo natataas daw yung gasolina. Siyempre, yung mga apektuhan, yung mga may sasakyan, number one. Bagamat lahat tayo, maapektuhan nun. Okay? Dahil tataas ang mga bilin, etc. And I say, is that within our control? No. Imbis na mamroblema ka, mainis ka, manampalataya ka na lang that God will provide for you. Amen? Delighted in the Word. But His delight is in the law of the Word. Ano bang ibig sabihin ng the word delight? It came from the Hebrew word shepherds, meaning the good pleasure, a valuable thing, a matter acceptable, delightsome, pleasant. Look at the person beside you. Is that person delightful? Ayo para yes kay nang ayun tignan. Pagka nag you delight on something, lagi mo siyang gustong-gustong tignan. Tama ho ba? Sila kakasiye. Eh. Pagka nagpunta ka, tinitingnan mo yung rainbow, tinitingnan mo yung mga puno, tinitingnan mo yung ocean. Wow, it's a delight. Ang gandang tignan, it so it refreshes you. It gives you a good perspective in life. Do you delight on the word of God? Maganda ba ang tingin natin sa salita ng Panginoon? Pag sinabi ng Word of God, For I know the plans I have rewound. Thank you, Lord. Pero pagka nire-review ka na ng salita ng Diyos, in Jesus' name, hindi to, lilipat mo kagad ng page. Ha? Pag nabanggit yung salitang bitterness, ay katatapos mo lang mag-away, mag-asawa. Ay, hindi ito revelation ni Lord. Lipat, lipat. We nagiging selective tayo. Whether it is convenient, okay, because the Word of God shows to us in God reveals so many things according to His will in different ways. Sometimes it's really literally pleasurable. But sometimes God is rebuking you. Do you still look at it as pleasure? It's like a discipline. Pag binigyan ka ng pera ng tatay mo, wow! Bait ng tatay ko, pero pag dinidisiplina ng tatay mo, gwapo pa tingin mo sa tatay mo? Di na. Kasi nasasaktan ka na. But you see, the very reason why God is disciplining us is because He loves us. Ayaw niya tayong mapahama, kaya ngayon pa mang kinukorek nga na kung if you are going towards this direction, ayaw mo sinasabihan ka, huwag ka dyan, nagpupumilit ka pa rin, ay yung staff niya, susungkitin ka, masakit sa leeg yun. Kasi tatama ka ng direction. Kasi kung hindi ka makuha sa salita ng, sa, sa sinasabi niya, alam mo yung, rather staff, they comfort me. Nire-review ka na, pero dapat comforting ang dating sa'yo. God would like to correct us. Misan may mga events sa buhay natin na misan nire-resist natin. Hindi natin alam, pamamaraan pala ni Lord John. What you consider to be an accident is actually God's divine setup in your life. God is just setting you up for good. Misan nakita ni Lord mali yung pinipili mo at ikapapahamak mo, but in your eyes, it's good. But nakikita ni Lord yung future, dahil bago pa makapunta sa future, naroon na si Lord. 
alam niyang mapapahamak. So ngayon pa lang, kahit hindi mo maiintindihan, the Lord will intervene and will already correct you. Ang masakit nun kapag ka talagang ikaw ay stubborn. May mga manifestations na ng warning sa'yo, but you refuse. Now, if we have a deep understanding on the Word of God, we should look at it with delight. When I say delight, it's not only that it's pleasurable to the eyes, but you love to obey the Word. It is a pleasure for you to obey the Word. Is it really pleasure for you to obey the Word? Kapag ang sinasabi ni Lord, eh gusto natin, gusto rin natin sumunod. Pero pagkaayaw natin yung sinasabi ni Lord, ang question is, susunod pa ba tayo? Halimbawa, Talagang gustong-gusto mo, swertehin ka, mahilig kang tumaya sa loto. You receive a revelation that God can provide for your needs without resorting to the ways of the world. Kaya mo bang i-give up yung pagluloto mo? Misa, pastor naman eh. Pag may binil mong ticket, nililayhans ko naman. Katunayan sa small group nga namin, sabay-sabay kami naglilayhans doon. Tumama yung ticket na yun eh. How God can answer your prayer if it is against the will of God? Remember this, God will only answer prayer that's in line with His word. Hindi po pwedeng kumontra. Ay, iba sa inyo, yung mga single, na kumukuha ng larawan ng guwapo, tapos ay inililihans, inalagay pa sa inalim ng unan. Witchcraft po yun. Basta pinag-pray ko naman, oh, we prayer witchcraft yun. Charismatic witchcraft ang tawag doon. Okay? Don't you ever, ever do that. So sometimes, instead of us delighting on the word, accepting it is, whether ito'y masakit o hindi, we are not delighting on the word of God. Now, sabi po ng Psalm 119, verse 14 to 16, In the way of our testimonies, I delight as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Sino sa inyo nakasubok ng makatanggap kayo ng text sa talagang taong minamahal ninyo? Yung nagsabing, I love you three times a day. <laughs> Luma na yun, ano? Alam mo, yung nagbigay sa inyo talaga ng, talaga hindi mo malimutan. Balik ka ng balik. Five years ago na, binabalik ka pa. If that person is important to you, babalik-balikan mo, yung text na yun, binibigyan mo pa ng maraming interpretation. We say that the Bible is God's love letter to us. We need to delight on God's love letter. Always keep on meditating the Word of God dahil kahit yan ay nabasa mo na five years ago o ngayon, hanggang ngayon binabasa mo pa rin, hindi nagbabago ang mensahe ng Panginoon. Timeless principles are in the Bible. May katapusan ba ang pag-ibig ng Diyos? May katapusan ba ang pagpapatawad ng Diyos? May katapusan ba ang mga bagay na pinapahayag ng Panginoon sa atin, wala. So kahit yung Bible matagal na, 2,000 years ago, still, the message remains to be the same. Hindi nagbabago. Pagbasa kayo ng dyaryo, yung balita kahapon, hindi nabalita ngayon. Sabi mo, nabalita ko dahil luma na yun. Ito na yung bago. Okay? Sabi po ng Psalm 119 verse 92, If your law had not been my delight, I would have perished in my Affliction. One of the things that the Word of God can do is it gives us hope. It gives us so much encouragement when you are down. Kadalas at tamad tayo magbasa, magbasa ng salita ng Diyos kapag may mga pagkakataong kailangan mo ng pera pero wala kang pera. 
okay, nabigo ka sa isang endeavor, nag-fail ka, ayaw mo magpasa ng salita ng Diyos. Ni ayaw mo nga pumunta ng church eh. Di ba? Kapag ka ikaw ay mayroong discouragement sa buhay, para ang mas gusto mo pa yung magmukmuk ka sa isang sulok at mag-isip at umiyak kaysa mag-meditate ng salita ng Panginoon. Without you knowing it, the Word of God is already the solution to that. That when you meditate the Word. Sabi niya, when is the best time to read the Word of God, to meditate the Word of God? That is during the time na parang ayaw mong basahin, that is the best time na basahin mo ang salita ng Diyos. Yung ibang haba magbasa ng salita ng Diyos, sa gabi lalo na, pagbukas, napapikit. Nagising siya, nagbabasa pa rin siya ng salita ng Diyos. Kasi tinulugan na. Yung iba sa magbabasa ng salita ng Diyos, eh, para makatulog ako. Ganun yung ginawa niyo pang sleeping pills yung Bible. Huwag niyong gawing sleeping pills. You must have the delight, kaya nga binabasa ang Word of God, mostly sa mga panahong gising na gising ka, hindi yung gusto mong matulog, babasahin mo, gagawin mo pang patulog. O kaya pagka inaanto ka na, yun ang pipiliin mong oras na magbasa ng salita ng Diyos. You are just merely complying. You don't have delight to the Word of God. Alam niyo sa mag-asawa, you have a delight to be with your wife. Subukan niyo na ba yun? Or you are just merely complying to your relationship. Kasi kinakailangan ko siyang samahan, ako ang asawa niya eh. Hindi, sasamahan ko siya kasi asawa ko yan, mahal ko yan. Di ba, sweetheart? Oh, you see? So tayong lahat, we need to have delight in the Word of God. Binabasa natin ito na parang may talagang daming kayamanan na roon, which is true. If we, we know the Word of God, if we have delight in the Word of God, marami po tayong matututunan sa salita ho ng Panginoon. So, paano natin maa-absorb yung yaman o sustansya na binibigay ng salita ng Diyos? Remember that the word, God says in Matthew 4, For man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that is in the matter of God. So, paano mo makukuha yung pagkinain mo yung tinapay, makukuha mo yung buong sustansya, dinguyain mo, paano nunguyain yun? By meditating the word of the Lord. We need to have the discipline to meditate the word. Sino rito yung may disiplinang kumakain kayo ng tatlong beses maghapon? Tasang kamay. Oh, walang nagtataas. Ibig sabihin, apat o limang beses kayo kumakain. ba? Bisan, ano, pagising mo ng umaga, ag-breakfast, Tapos, in the middle of breakfast, at saka ng lunch, kukuha ka pa ng chichirya. Tapos, magla-lunch ka. Tapos, may merienda pa ng alas tres ng hapon. Pagkatapos, kakain ka ng hapunan. Ngayon, bago matulog, mabanda ka alas nuebe, habang nanonood ka ng telebisyon, kukuha ka ng popcorn. Okay? O kaya, may isipan nyo, punta tayo Starbucks. Masaya. Gabi. Okay? Hindi natin kinalilimutan, masyado tayong kain ng kain. But the question is, do we have the discipline to eat the Word of God, to meditate on the Word of God. Meditation is like eating food na hindi mo lang nilulunok. Ginunguya mo. Alam niyo ba na napakalaga sa pagkain ng ginunguya? Kasi nakukuha mo yung buong sustansya. Sino rito pag kumakain, pag sinubo niyo sabay lunok? Ha? Wala naman siguro. Ini-enjoy mo. Kasi delight eh. Ini-enjoy mo. Hindi lang yun. Tapos ay sinucho mo. Kaya nga sabi ng mga health expert, hindi raw maganda pagka ikaw kumakain na nagmamadali. Same is true with the Word of God. Pag nagbabasa ka ng Word of God, you need to set time for it na hindi ka nagmamadali. Lord, binisa mo yung revelation. Bilis, bilis. <laughs> Dami ko na nabasa, wala pa rin. You need to set a time for it. Even if 
if you are sensitive to the Holy Spirit and you really desire to really meditate on the Word, pag may binabasa ka, babasahin mo, huwag ka nagmamadali, dahan-dahan because sa pagiging mabagal mo ng pagbabasa, biglang the Holy Spirit will speak to you, yun na yung sinasabi ng Panginoon sa iyo. Then you start meditating on it and relating it in your life. Hindi mo alam, God is causing you to do something or God is causing you not to do something anymore because He is revealing His will in your life. That's why kailangan mo ng meditation. Okay? Now, sabi ron, sabi nasa natin kanina, but His delight is in the law of the Lord and on His law, He meditates day and night. Okay? I'm not just talking about the literal day and night Nang ibig sabihin lang, ang buhay natin nagsisimula sa umaga hanggang hapon, Okay? Ang Word of God na bubuhay tayo at iniisip natin ang mga bagay patungkol sa salita ng Diyos mula pa lang sa paggising hanggang sa pagtulog. Sabi po ng Psalm 119 verse 97, Oh, how I love your law! It is my meditation all the day. Verse 148, My eyes are awake before the watches of the night that I may meditate on your promise. Pagbasdan niyo yung salitang, my eyes are awake. My eyes are awake before the watches of the night that I may meditate on your promise. Bukas yung aking mga mata gising. Hindi lamang yung physical na mga mata, but yung gising yung diwa mo. Gising yung spiritual eyes mo. Okay? Para manamnam mo ang mga pangako ng Diyos. Sabi ng Psalm 19 verse 14, May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Paano yung meditation ng heart natin magiging pleasing if we hide the word in our heart? Kapag ang salita ng Diyos nasa isip natin, nasa puso natin, kaya nga para siyang tubig eh. Okay? Ang tubig ginagamit sa panlinis. Pag marumi yung puso natin, you need the entrance of the Word of God so that malinis yung pangit. Okay? Kung ano man yung nasa, pag sinabing forgiveness, kung may bitterness ka, mawawala yung forgiveness pag niyakap mo yung message about forgiveness. Are you there? Because hindi po pwedeng pagsamahin yung liwanag at dilim sa isang pwesto. That's why when you have more of God's Word in your heart, therefore those that are not according to the Word of God, i-exit yan. Kaya misal, ayaw mag-exit, it's because ayaw mong papasukin yung bago. We are like computers. Kung ano yung input, yun yung output. Mga kapatid, it's time for us to go back to the basic and that is to the Word of God. Not only that we read it, but also to meditate it. And the word meditate means to mutter, to read in an undertone. For Orthodox Jews speak as they read the Scriptures, meditate and pray. Okay? Meditation means the act of focusing one's thought to ponder, think on, muse. Pinopocus mo yung attention mo sa salita ng Panginoon. Nag-iisip ka, ano ba ang pinapahayag ng Diyos sa akin? And with the help of the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, which has been written thousands of years ago, becomes alive in us. Yung salita ng Diyos na minsan iniisip lang na iba na history book, ay biglang nagiging buhay at nagagawang pumasok sa ating puso at nagagawa nating i-apply by the power of the Holy Spirit. Meditation consists of reflective thinking or contemplation, usually on a specific subject, 
to discern its meaning or significance or a plan of action. Through meditation of God's word, dinidiscern mo ano bang sinasabi ni Lord sa iyo. Kaya minsan, nagugula tayo pag may nagtetestify at nagsasabing, si Lord nang usap sa akin. Kailan, niya na, kailan sila nag-usap ni Lord? Saan sila nagkita? Minsan, we look at them with weirdness, kausap niya si Lord. Because they are coming from a perspective na sila ay nagpray, sila ay nagbasa ng salita ng Diyos, and the Holy Spirit spoke to them. Yun yung ibig sabihin nun. Ikaw na hindi mo ginagawa yung meditation, hindi mo ginagawa yung devotion, Using the Word of God, hindi mo maintindihan kung ano sila sa akin. Nangungusap daw si Lord sa kanila. Okay na sa akin yung preaching. Total, masakit naman si pastor mag-preach eh. Pwede na yun. It's a general preaching, although God can speak to you individually, pero ito once a week lang. Are you there? But when you meditate the Word of God, it's every day. Araw-araw tong kumakain, tama? Araw-araw tayong lumalakad, araw-araw tayong naglalakad, araw-araw tayong nakaupo. In Him we live and move and have our being. Through the Word of God, we can express our devotion to God if we have devotion to the Word of the Lord. Sabi po ng 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the Word of truth. Rightly handling the Word of truth. You cannot handle the word of truth if you don't know the word. You cannot rightly handle the word if you are not reading it, if you are not meditating on it. The challenge for us is taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Bakit hindi mo muna subukan? Kasi pastor, ang hirap intindihin, lalo pag napunta ko sa genealogy. Naku po, kahirap-hirap basahin. Huwag niyong tignan niyong hirap, yung tignan niyo kung ano yung papahayag ni Lord sa inyo. Hindi lang naman yun ang part ng Bible. Okay? Now, maaaring iniisip nyo, uh, pag nag-meditate ako, pasal, papaano ba? Lagi mo sinasabi, meditate, papaano ba ako magsimula? If you are a new believer, at ngayon pa lang kayo mag- magbabasa ng salita ng Diyos, I would suggest, unahin ninyong basahin po yung four Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But my personal suggestion, basahin nyo muna yung Luke because that is chronologically arranged. And then you can read, start reading Matthew, Mark, and then also John. Mas maganda yung unahin. Di ba, pastor, dapat sa Genesis kami magsimula. Okay, wala naman ang problema kung yun ang gusto ninyo. But this is one thing that I would like to suggest to you. You need to have the understand first the context of the gospel of Jesus because once you have the context of the gospel, when you read the Old Testament, you begin to understand everything because ang pinanggagalingan ng lahat noon mula Genesis up to Revelation is all about the gospel of Christ. It's all the gospel of Christ. So mula Genesis hanggang Revelation, ay pastor, wala pa naman si Jesus ng Old Testament. Eh. Kaya nga, dapat mong basahin yung four gospels para maintindihan mo. Mula pa lang Genesis, kahit naman gandang Revelation, it's all about Jesus Christ. Maaring wala yung pangalan na Jesus, but you can see the word Messiah or, the, or uh, uh, yung seed or Savior. And that's Jesus Christ in the whole context of the Bible. Parang nagulat ka. Ganun pala yun? Yes, ganun yun, mga kapatid. So taste and see. Read your Bible. Meditate the Word of God. Merong pangako ang Panginoon as we meditate the Word. Remember that the Word of God is already powerful. But if we have special love for the Word, it means you love God. You cannot say, I love God and yet I do not love the Word. 
And when you love God, and when you love His Word, ito po yung pangako, He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that He does, He prospers. Ano yung sabihin nung nakatanim sa kampuno na nakatanim? Ibig sabihin, pag ikaw ay mayroong salita ng Panginoon, lagi kang nare-refresh. Kumukuha ka ng tamang sustansya sa salita ng Panginoon, umaakit sa bawat bahagi ng iyong dahon, sa bawat sanga, kaya ikaw ay mamumunga, masustansya ang iyong buhay kristyano. And its leaf does not wither, hindi nalalanta. Nakakita na ba kayo ng mga kristyanong lanta? Marami mga kristyano, malakas po malakpak, mataas magtas ng kamay, pero mga lantang kristyano. Kaya hindi namumunga. Konting problema lang, bagsak agad. Why? They could not stand on the word of God, on the promises of God. Walang sustansya na nakukuha eh. And in all that He does, He prospers. Ibig sabihin, bakit siya magpa-prosper? Because His steps is directed by the Lord, though He fully shall not utterly cast down. Lumalakad siya sa salita ng Panginoon. Kaya yung kanyang mga desisyon tama. Mga kapatid, it's time for us not just to make decision on the basis of what we know. Sometimes we heavily rely on our experience. We heavily rely on our educational attainment, on our previous success. I did it before so I can do it again. It may, it may be sometimes true, but what is absolutely true is when you walk according to the Word of God, God will be the one to set your direction. Amen. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. Amen. Let's give Him praise. Now, last verse that I'm going to read. The Bible says in John 5.39, You study the Scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life. These are the very Scriptures that testify about me. Listen to me carefully. Kausap ni Jesus dito yung mga pariseyo. They search the Scripture. They study the Scripture. Nakita na ba kayong tao ang galing sa Bible? Ay kapatid, anaayon dito sa one trust this is a ease. Yung mga ganun, di ba? Kabisadong kabisado kasi intentionally, ginagawa nila para magaling silang makipagdibate. Para sabihin ng mga tao, magaling siya sa Word of God. Memorize niya. Once you have the Bible and you remove the revelation about who Jesus Christ is, that's just become a history book. You cannot read and meditate the Bible and removing Jesus in the equation. The Bible is all about Jesus. It's all about what He did on the cross of Calvary. Nung magkasala pa lang yung tao, inihayag na ang patungkol kay Jesus. Kaya lahat ng preparation, pati mga templo na pinagawa na pa yung taberna kay yung temple, everything is all about Jesus. The wisdom is all about Jesus. Jesus is the living wisdom of God. The scripture is all about Jesus. So when you are meditating the word, you cannot separate Jesus in it. The value of the scripture is the revelation about Jesus Christ and what He did on the cross. Hindi mo babasahin ang Biblia para magpasikat, para magaling ka makipagdebate. Hindi mo pag-aaralan ang Biblia para lang magkaroon ng head knowledge. Maganda ang head knowledge, but it must go down here it must transform you to have a better relationship with God. If you would like to have a better relationship with God, 
have a better relationship with the Word. Meditate more on God's Word. Magiging tama ang pananaw natin sa buhay. Magiging tama ang ating worldview. Our devotion to the Word rightly shapes the way we see life in the world. Gusto niyo bang maging tama ang pananaw natin sa buhay sa mundong ito? Let us be devoted to the Word of God. Magiging tama yung pangunawa natin. Uhubugin ito yung tamang pangunawa natin sa ating buhay at sa buhay na meron dito sa mundo. Jesus carried the entire world upon His shoulder so He could give us eternal life. He is the author of life and He proved it when He rose again from the dead. That is to give meaning into your life. So when He said, I came to give life and have it more abundantly, it's a promise from His Word. We need to embrace it because that's true. That life is in Jesus, the very living Word of God. Let's bow our head. Thank you, Lord. As our head bowed down, eyes closed. I, I can sense there are people struggling here. Whether they will obey the Word of God or not, because somehow conflicts for the way they think. Parang iba sa inyo, nasa middle kayo ng crossroad. Parang may mga igigive up kayong relationship na hindi tama. Pero nagdadalawang isip kayo dahil mas namamayani yung inyong emotion. I can sense that right now in my spirit. Pero kapatid, kung susundin mo ang salita ng Panginoon, masakit man, panandalian lang ang sakit na yan. Pero may long-term benefit ang pagsunod sa salita ng Panginoon. Ano man yung gustong itama ng Panginoon sa inyong buhay, I would like you to just bow down your head and let the Holy Spirit speak to you right now. And I would like you to give up those things that you are holding on to. Whatever struggle is that. It may be your favorite sin, o yung paborito mong bisyo, o yung hindi tamang relasyon, o maling prinsipyo, ibigay mo yan sa Panginoon and start absorbing the will of God and the word of God and you will be set free. Let the truth enter into your heart. Thank you, God. Lord, I pray for these people right now, though especially those who are struggling Lord, transform their heart of stone to become heart of flesh so that you can move them according to your word, according to your ways. Take full control of their hearts, Lord. If there are insecure hearts, they are, they are not standing on your promises. Let them see that their future is in your hands. They need to feel secure. Lord, give them the grace to overcome all sins in their lives. Church, I would like you to pray. Give up those sins. Sabihin niyo sa Panginoon ngayon. You personally mention the things that you would like to give up to God. Even that relationship na gusto niyong i-give up, parang mahirap, give it anyway. Let God take full control of it. And you will see the fruit of your repentance. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray, tanggalin mo rin ang aming katamaran sa pagbabasa ng iyong salita. Tulungan mo kami na maging masipag sa pagbabasa ng iyong salita. And enable us to meditate your word and receive your revelation 
in our lives and enable us to see Jesus Christ in it at all times. Salamat po, Panginoon. You may be for the first time in this place. Let me tell you this. God intends for you to have eternal life, but you cannot have it unless you have the author of life. Since you have heard the word of God today that Jesus Christ died for you, gusto mo bang tanggapin ng Panginoon sa puso mo? Ito yung pagkakataon. Taas mo lang ang iyong kamay and I will pray for you wherever you are seated. If you would like to receive Jesus right now in your life, would you please lift up your hands and I will pray for you? Thank you, Lord. Yes, thank you for that hand. The Lord can see you well. I want more hands. This is the moment God is speaking to you and I'm going to count one to three. Lift up your hands and I'll pray for you. One, two, and three. Yes, thank you. Sa lahat po nang nagtas ng kamay, sumabay lang po kayo sa panalangin ko. Sabihin niyo, Panginoong Jesus, salamat sa pag-ibig mo sa akin. Patawarin mo ako sa aking mga kasalanan. Linisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo. Tinatanggap kita bilang aking Panginoon at tagapagligtas. Ako'y nananampalataya na matay ka sa krus dahil sa aking kasalanan at nabuhay na muli para bigyan ako ng buhay na walang hanggan. Salamat po, Panginoon. Salamat po. Tumayo po tayong lahat. Let me just lift up our hands to God. Lord, this is our first worship service for this year, 2018. I ask you, Father God, to give us love for your word, devotion for your word. Your word is a light unto our feet and a light to our path. Salamat po, Panginoon. Ikaw ang umawak sa bawat puso ng bawat isa sa amin na magkaroon ng puwak ang salita mo sa aming buhay. Bless these hands, Lord God. Lord, kikilos kami gagalaw, tatrabaho, gagawa, according to your word. At titignan namin ang mundo sa kung paanong tinitignan mo ito ayon sa iyong salita. Salamat po, Panginoon, pagpalain mong bawat isa sino mga mga pamilyang nag-struggle. Haya mong tignan nila yung problema nila bilang isang pagkakataon na ang Diyos ay makapasok sa kanilang pamilya. Salamat po, Panginoon. Lord, bless these people right now and provide for all of their needs. In Jesus' name, this we pray. Amen. Amen.